you're hired. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is episode 492 of the Two Dumb Yinzers. Good morning this morning, Michael. Good morning this morning, Derpy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm ready to go, boys. I don't know about you. Um, we got you know, we got some things we're going to talk about today. There were some things that happened just after we got off yesterday. You know how this always happens; it never fails. Always. Um, but I do want to say first, guys, I'm no longer allowed to badmouth Taylor Swift on the show. That's right. That's right. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mother. Who I didn't even know watched our show. She gets a hold of me. I, I'm at the station last night doing some work, and uh, I get a text message saying something along the lines of, well, I, I apparently it said <laughs> during the show yesterday that she wasn't going to be at the Super Bowl. Uh, I mentioned she was going to be on tour. And my mom, I, I, I just looked down at my phone, and it says, she's going to be there. And I'm like, what the, what's that mean? What, what? And I went into the text, and she was talking about Taylor Swift and, um, I don't know. She, she, my mom's a Taylor. She's a Swifty, I guess. Can't talk crap now. All right. Your, your mom's a Swifty. I found well, out more and more about your mom through the show. Oh, this you know, think about my mom. She's always been really cool with football. And, um, even if, you know, even back in the day, she would sit there and she would watch every game. She would just, you yeah. know, have, cause, you know, I mean, my dad was always kind of like this anti stealer guy. He kind of puts me in mind of you, Mike. And then and then my mom, she she would always she would sit there, she would watch every game. And then as we get a little further down the technology trail, she would, you know, spend more of her time on her phone or her pad or whatever she has during the games. But uh she would always she would always watch the games. But now, now it's kind of gotten a little too far because she's more of a Swifty fan, I think, than than, than football. And she um she got on me a little bit about talking about Taylor Swift. So I guess I gotta stop, guys. You should, man. T Swifty is, you know. I am the president. We, of the fan and I am the vice president of the T Swift fan club. What I don't get about Taylor Swift, though, one way or the other, who cares, right? I mean, <laughs> really, what's up with the people that really hate it, and what's up with the people that really love it? I, I mean, uh, yeah, can, can I we like... have a happy medium and say who gives a shit? And okay, Taylor yeah. Swift is there. So, so was Eminem. Guess what? Eminem was at the Lions game, and, and you know that didn't cause a big stir. No, well, you know, because it's, it's Eminem. You know, you know, oh, what? you can show a guy at a sporting event. You can't show a chick at a sporting. See, event. I would rather you look at the chick. Mind. I mean, me too. Wanna... Me too. What am I, I missing? What am I missing here? I don't want to look at you know, Eminem. It should be Taylor Swift. You know, but what am I missing? I don't know. I don't know. I just love the people who hate it, like hate it so much, and they just get. That, that visceral reaction every time you say your name or they just like you see their veins popping out of their head i uh, that that amuses me a little bit i just don't get it like i you know i, guess. I don't like i hate when they show the owners i hate when they show uh celebrities i hate when they show the parents at the stadiums i don't care about any of that but whatever it is what it is because it's a visual medium they're telling a story they're com- making a compelling narrative around this whole broadcast see i would rather you know, when they show a picture of the parents, you know, that that's cool. I mean, you know, there goes so-and-so. Look at his parents. They're cheering. You know, and that's kind of a thing. I mean, it takes you back to, you know, to being a kid and playing football and your parents being there. But I just don't understand, the, you know, the, the, the 
Taylor Swift uh, phenomenon. I, I, I mean, it is what it is, guys. She is a billionaire. She is the most popular, uh, whatever it is she is, pop country singer, whatever whatever it is. So, you know, I mean, I, I get it. It's just, I, I, it's like I said yesterday, guys, I kind of think that it's a manufactured relationship. That's just me. Don't shoot the messenger. But, you know, a couple years down the road, when this comes out, that this relationship was never real. Just, just remember, just remember where you heard it first. But I'm not going to spend all hour talking about Taylor Swift. But I just wanted to say that I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to badmouth Taylor Swift anymore because my mom watched the show, apparently. That's so, right, Brian. And there you go, Derpy. Um, Mike had to step away from his uh, from his microphone for a minute, so we will talk about a few things here. But we, we we're going to heavily get heavily into Derpy. The latest hire by the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, yesterday the Pittsburgh Steelers hired Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, the former Atlanta Falcons head coach and also the former Titans offensive coordinator, amongst a few other things. I guess he's been around a little bit. He did some coaching in college, a little bit with the Washington franchise here in the NFL. So we'll get into a little bit of that. But guys, this is, we have just roughly 10 days, 10 days to Super Bowl 58. This is going to be the Chiefs versus the 49ers on February 11th, 2024, 6.30 p.m. They will meet in Las Vegas, Derby. Just four short years ago, these two teams met in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs win this game 31-20 to four years ago. And if I'm remembering right, correct me if I'm wrong, Derby. It wasn't do you, don't, do you recall the play? I mean, I, I I think this was their first their first run at the Super Bowl. Um, I believe and, so. And they did that play like down inside the five yard line where like three guys like went in motion and they all spun in a circle all at the same time. You, you remember what I'm talking about? The Kansas City Chiefs offense. No. No. It, it it was like it was like, I don't know like kind of one of these cutesy plays. <laughs> they lined up. They were down inside the you know they were they're in scoring range, and, and and when they went in motion, Patrick Mahomes, the tight end going in motion, and the running back, they all like spun in a. I don't know. Yes, uh, now I remember. Now you I remember, remember this. Yes. So there you go. This is going to be a rematch of that, guys. Super Bowl Fifty Eight Chiefs Forty ers Who will who will be the Super Bowl champions this year? We don't know. We just don't know, Mike. We have ten days. 10 days to go. 10 days, 10 days. I you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm learning I'm learning that yeah. and I will not. So far like, you know, um Brady and Burrow one time are the only quarterbacks to beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So I'm going with uh going with Mahomes. Hey, you're stupid to bet against him. I was stupid to bet against him last week in the in the, the in the pick. So you, you, it's not just cuz he's the face of the NFL. He's might be the most gifted quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, good morning, Ralph. Good morning, Ron. Ron, uh, Ron, yes, you're right. It was the ring, the ring around the rosy play. Uh, we should have known then. We should have known then. This is what we were going to get. This is modern day NFL, guys. This is the team. This is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. But guys, we could, let's talk about some other stuff first. We could get back to the Super Bowl, of course. The big news, Mike. Big news. Yes. Uh, coming out yesterday. Uh, let, let's rewind a few days. In Rudy Rooney's um, Rooney's final press conference, he goes on. We have to win. We want. To, we have to win more football games. Uh, he's not happy with the way things are going. Like like nobody else is in the city. Nobody's happy. But um, 
so later on in the week we we make a hire. We got our offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. We hire Arthur Smith, uh, again former head coach out of Atlanta, former offensive coordinator out of Tennessee. Uh, one quick side note: Did anybody know that Arthur Smith's father is the founder of FedEx? I I saw that when I was researching <laughs> everything. He was raised a, a billionaire. Arthur Smith was. He was raised a billionaire. Um, his dad is named Frederick W. Smith. He's the founder and CEO of FedEx. And here that's he kinda, is. That's kind of big news. Why, why did nobody bring this free, up? Free shipping to uh, apparently FedEx to uh, to Heinz or Acrisure Stadium now. Um, like maybe well, we, and he's out here and he's out here coaching football. Maybe you know, with, you know that'll be good when we go to ship his ass out of Pittsburgh. It'll be cheap to just oh, throw him on one of Daddy's to, trucks to be a, a head coach again because he's going to revitalize this offense well that's an awfully bold statement but i guess we will find out there's no way to tell one way or another at this point um uh, mike keeps not. mike keeps telling me that that this is a good pickup i i don't uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm catching good. i'm catching uh conflicting conflicting information a lot of people that i'm reading is is kind of shocked most people are shocked i, I the reason I'm shocked is I can't believe they made this move this quickly. Yeah. You brought in Gerard Johnson, uh, one other guy. And as I candidly said yesterday, um, Zach Robinson was getting hired down in Atlanta as we were interviewing um, Arthur Smith. And and I, I kid you not, we were not the air for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and I see I see that we hire Arthur Smith as the head coach. So that was just kind of funny how that played out. I owe you a dollar. Yeah, I, I'm going to make a killing on this because I, I – <laughs> Yeah, just just bear with me because I'm going to make more money off you here shortly. But uh, Arthur Smith, everybody, the guy that just yesterday Mike was saying looks like a avatar, a generic avatar coach on creative mode on Madden. He does. <laughs> look at the thumbnail. Look at Mike Tomlin, and then look at Arthur Smith. You know, one looks like a human being. One looks like a computer generated like, generic character. One looks like a thumb. Yeah. That mustache is legit. People, I guarantee you, by the end of this season, people are going to be rocking in Pittsburgh the Arthur Smith stash. It'll be like the Yager mullet. Yeah, and, and they're going to have people going to be out there holding their little fake mustaches as we're racking up, you know, 28, 29 points per game. And he has that generic, as you said, the, the, the generic look. He also has a generic name. I mean, for one, yeah, Arthur Smith, Smith. Is Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith. Artie Smith. Artie Smith. <laughs> So there you have it, guys. Arthur Smith coming here to be the offensive coordinator, looking to up jump, upstart this offense. Mike says that uh, great things are going to come. I don't know. I'm again. I'm seeing conflicting stories, getting conflicting information. I'm having a really hard time, a really hard time uh, making making a judgment for myself. It's going to just take time for me. Um, well, Mike Tomlin does eat Burger King. <laughs> um, as I said, guys, it's it's still really early for me. Everybody obviously wants the sexy, the sexy pick. Yeah. It's something that we learned in the Steeler team is just going after that sexy pick is not going to get you wins. It does not equal wins. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think that's a little bit what we have here. I, I I suppose. Here's the thing, guys. They they this is what they want to do as far as their offense in a passing league. They want to be able to run the ball. And again, will this help us win the division? It probably will help us be more successful in the division. But when you start playing outside of your 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 game and you start facing teams as did the as did the uh, Ravens against the Chiefs, 
with two conflicting styles. I, I just, a lot of times we struggle against teams. And as I said, now it's a passing league, so it's going to be a little bit more difficult and it's, uh, it's going to present new challenges, but this is, this is the, the hill that they want to die on. Mike, they made the commitment. They're going to go with Arthur Smith. Uh, a lot of people talking about if you wanted your play action pass, if you wanted your running game to get mm-hmm. better. I, I mean, in the early nineties, this would have sounded like a great hire to me. I'm just, as I said, I think they jumped the gun a little, little too early. I mean, uh, take a look at a couple other guys, maybe. And, uh, you know, as you well, said yesterday, Clint Kubiak after the Super Bowl. He'd yeah, be able to talk he was to the one I was targeting. I just don't understand what the big rush was for somebody that that generally, I, I mean, spoken of even through the media on, on, you know, you're watching ESPN and people talk about him. You know, this isn't, you know, people aren't jumping up and down. I just don't understand what the big rush was. Always uh, Tomlin's fault. Always Tomlin's fault. I, I don't know if it I, – I mean, he is the guy that had the green light to go ahead and, and pull the trigger. Uh, him and Omar Khan were at the senior bowl watching offensive linemen. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. very intently. They were focusing on the O-linemen. I guess this is something that's a, it's a big area of interest going into the offseason. Of course, we do need to fill some holes on that offensive line. But uh, they, they walked away. They made the hire right in the middle of what they were doing at the uh, senior bowl practice. And uh, and we have a new offensive coordinator, yeah. guys. Um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, who did you want? Did you want Zach uh, Robinson? Did you want uh, Kingsbury? Did you want Kubiak? I, I, you know, it, it's hard to say. But Mike, you make valid points, though. You know, I, I mean, yeah. As uh, an offensive coordinator, he yeah he did well. As a head coach, yeah. he didn't do well. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I some I, people are meant to be coordinators, and some are meant to be head coaches. But uh, you know. I, I, yeah, like, you want to talk about you? You're saying that you know, oh, we're just gonna be a ground and pound team with this guy. In 2019, um, Tennessee Titans averaged 1.8 passing touchdowns per game. I put them seventh in the league, seventh in the league. And that then, is true. And you know the other thing. In 2020, really... 2020, kinda... they averaged two passing touchdowns a game, and I put them ninth. So it's not just. We're just going to run the ball. I would like to get more than – what, what was the first one? one? One point – what? Say that again. 1.8 passing touchdowns per I'd game. I'd like to have more than 1.8 passing touchdowns a game because – you know I mean, Okay, Baltimore had 2.2, New Orleans 2.2. This Kansas year? City and Tampa Bay 2.1. Well, nobody's this writing is home. This is in 2019 when he was offensive <laughs> coordinator. Like, that's not impressive. 1.8 touchdowns a game. That's almost that's... two passing touchdowns that's a game. That's – that's literally that's almost fourteen passes. That's, that's less than what right good, what's good, less Kansas, than what good Kansas quarterbacks City, get. Kansas City had two point one with Patrick Mahomes. I would rather have two point one than one point eight. Point three behind. That's you're splitting cunt hairs at that point. I am splitting cunt hairs because that's, that's the difference, Mike, between games between two touchdowns a game. And, and what two, 2020. Two, two, two plus touchdowns a game, which game. is what Patrick Mahomes had two plus two point yeah. one, and and one point eight. That that's a difference. I would rather have the What's that? So Ryan Tannehill went from 22 touchdowns in So you're saying Ryan Tannehill had a, a had season was comparable to Patrick Mahomes in No, I'm saying the offensive output. Well, that's what you're saying. That I'm is saying, exactly what you just yeah, said. I, the offensive words, output. The offensive output was similar to Kansas City that year. Yes. The averages on average. Was that that one good year Tennessee had? The two good years on offense when he was there. Yes. And they fired and they got rid of him Why? Because he was that hot young coordinator that I later hired to be their why, coach. Why Arthur Smith just not ringing a bell to me as being a because great... he had this. He had he took 
Derrick Henry. Before Derrick Henry came along, Derrick Henry was average I mean, in his even, first two years with You could call me crazy Smith, if you want. He had 1,500 yards. People on the board are even yards. saying, Mike, take your head out of the sand. Uh, Why? Because man. I'm actually pointing out the facts as an offensive But also, you can point facts good. out and just present it in a different way, and you will disagree. So, I mean, you I'm know. pointing it, out the facts that the offenses that he took over improved when he was the offensive coordinator. Let's see. I don't so know what last year. I don't was, know what people don't understand about that. We didn't hire him to be a head coach. Nobody's we saying we hired an offensive nobody's coordinator. Nobody's saying we hired him to be a head coach. As an quit. offensive coordinator, see, see how you're kind of taking and shaping lie. how you want people to think. You got to listen, Mike. I'm literally pointing out <laughs> where they rank. They rank. You're the taking and some scoring. stats and giving. Uh, yeah, you're taking the best best information giving to us. I, I can I can understand that, and you know what? I I accept that. It's fine. Give us the best information about him that you can find. And, and people will judge, but I'm as I said, out, like, I'm not Derek, the only Derek person. Henry went from a thou- just a average rusher to King Henry under this guy as an offensive coordinator. Ryan Tannehill but, was so a bust you're willing until he became an offensive money coordinator. Where your mouth is, and and make this interesting with me, and say that our offense is going to improve in these vast ways that that the uh, Tennessee's did in those years this season as he comes in as a Steeler offensive coordinator. Um, vast ways. I uh, put him. Yeah, we will be averaging close to 28, 30 points a game. You're okay, so you're gonna you're willing to die on that hill. You're saying you're willing to bet that we are gonna be averaging twenty eight to thirty one points a game. Yeah. Right here well, on the 28 show. Twenty eight to thirty points. Yeah. Episode four. Did I say it today. makes him great? No. I said his offense is produced. was our witness. I, I don't people I you I know. I do want to make sure still. that I'm hearing this correctly because I, I may not be. I that's I you know, I, I'm I'm human. I, I make mistakes. Sometimes I don't hear things correctly. I'm just making sure that's what you're saying because we will we'll make it interesting just, because I, 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 I don't I, know I, if I, the thing is, I, I don't know if I agree. I don't have enough information. I know what you're telling me. Yeah. I, I want to, I went and did what the, the other, what the media is telling me. How and, about what former players that played under him are saying they former players are saying this was a good hire. I don't know. We'll see. The wait and see, you know, Terry, you know, Tyler, and the Lewin, thing is I can't, know, I can't waste my energy argue with you because there's, there, there's no there's no reason to because you just don't know we're gonna have to wait and see but i as i said if you're feeling that strong i would yeah. certainly be willing to make it interesting with you 2019 because... 1.3 rushing touchdowns a game that's second in i mean the we're talking about this same Cisco. season over and over and over 1. the 1. guy 5. has been a coach well, for... i'm talking about he was an offensive coordinator that's what we hired him for so i'm pointing out what he did as an offensive coordinator and that's fine, i don't Mike. know what the disconnect is here why people are there's no confusion. disconnect you're, I, we are, I'm showing you're, you're what he did as a point. coordinator. You're I'm showing what you're driving it, which is fine. And, and I want you to do that. I don't understand the disconnect. I, what are you saying? I'm showing his resume as an offensive coordinator. <laughs> and that's fine. Again, I, I appreciate that's what, that. That's what we you. hired him for. So you want to know what kind of offense we'll be running. It looks like we'll be running a pretty no, high offense. No, what I'm saying is I'm willing to go interesting, keep make it interesting with you. And say that we won't score 21, 28 to thirty-one points a game. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not debating his nineteen stats. I'm not debating his his stats uh, under Vrabel in Tennessee in twenty nineteen. I'm not debating it at all. I'm just saying thank you for for presenting that. And I'll start. I'm more than happy to make it interesting with you. And yeah, um, people are saying like just blanketly saying, "Oh, this is saying. a bad hire." You point out, you know. I, to be honest, who's, the people that are saying it's a bad hire is people that, that just right off the top wanted to see a big-name yeah. person come in here and yeah. fix things, and, and you get a guy with a mediocre a guy who name. has a track record of fixing an offense. And I, and I understand. Again, this, this is your side of the argument. No matter what, you're going to fight with it. No, no matter what. I'm presenting facts. 
when he took over, Mike, again, they were, take, they scored, I, I, they scored, listen, they went from scoring 19 points give you, a game, give you good arguments on anything, game to but, I, but the thing was, I'm not going to sit here and, and waste my time. I'm not wasting, by so, presenting so just, facts, just to argue with you. I'm not arguing, I'm presenting facts. And you again, saying, Mike, you said you that know, nine times. I think, like, I think we understand your. I think, I think we understand what you're we, saying. We, we could take the whole episode offense. of you sitting here going, "I'm just presenting facts." Well, I that's am. That's fine. You know, what's okay, again, I, I understand. A, I don't think there's anybody on the board so that, that, that about, doesn't you know, understand what you're saying in English. This I, we is the worst hire ever. The worst hire ever. The Steelers are going to lose all 17 games. They're going to be lucky to score a point. Who said that? No, no, this is what everyone wants to say now. I'll just go along. Nobody wants Mike. All the lemmings, all the sheep. You're, you're this is a terrible listen. offensive hire. This is the worst hire ever. See, it sounds like it's you're terrible. shitty. Nobody's shitty. Nobody's I'm not being shitty, shitty. you. No, I'm just bringing up, you know, let, letting people know what he did on offense, and now you're saying, oh, are we going to do that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Mike, this is show I'm asking has... questions. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to talk you about... You want to sit here and argue. Fucking... I'm not arguing. I'm, trying I'm to... literally trying to present... And that's and again, thank you. I thank and you, you just over keep talking and over me. And over me. And over because you won't stop. Because you keep talking over me. You won't let me present Mike, my you, case. But no, Mike, that's you okay. said your case that's 19 okay. times. I can't sit here and listen to it anymore. Talking, you literally you said the same over, thing 19 times for 20 minutes. I keep talking over How much more? Because you won't let me finish my thoughts. That's okay. You Yes, Ron Tomlin is the problem. He's the worst coach in the NFL. He has consistent success. I just. Yeah, Tomlin derangement syndrome, man. Semi, semi, Mike. Again, I just want to know. Man. You're taking this. You're 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 taking your your fight to the and that's fine. Again, nobody is against. Nobody's battling you here. For some reason, you're being offensive. People are laughing at you. I just for some All whatever I'm reason to do is you know present an argument why this and that's you know and again be, people should for the eleventh time with an open thank mind, you. but you just want to keep talking over Mike, me. The thank whole you. Time. Thank you. You just want to keep talking over Mike, me the thank whole you. time. Mike, thank you. You just want to keep talking over Mike, me the whole time. Thank you. You just want to keep talking over me the whole time. See now how, look how stupid you sound. I'm look saying how thank you. you sound. I'm saying thank you. Look how stupid you sound. Okay. There you go. So everybody, you make make your own opinions at home. We must move on. Uh, Clint Kubiak. Clint Kubiak was yesterday who Mike was saying he guaranteed was going to be the offensive coordinator. And I, you know, and I, and I don't even want your. You just dollar. want your dollar. That's all it is. You just want to rub in the fact. And I don't you even want, want your dollar. I, I want you to add it to the end of the year. We're going to just add your bill, because once uh, I don't know what once T Swift shows up, man, we're going to be washed. We're going to be. And even. once I get my money, I'm going to the Super Bowl, guys. In <laughs> the cheapest, the cheapest, $2. the cheapest seat for the Super Bowl on Tick Pick. Tick pick, which I would be a little skeptical of hiring buying anything. The cheapest seat on Tick Pick for the Super Bowl is currently nine thousand and thirty-four dollars. Nine thousand and thirty-four dollars upstairs. It's not even a good seat. So if you want to go to the Super Bowl, it's going to cost you close to ten thousand dollars, and that's just for the ticket. That's, that's just, just for the, that's ticket. not the, that's not the flight to Vegas. That's not for parking. That's not for hotel. That's not to feed yourself. Well, that's not bad. Nine thousand know- dollars for the ticket alone. That's so there's where I'm, that's, you know, after I after I rack grand. up after I rack up my winnings from Mike this year. This is where I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to Super Bowl fifty nine. <laughs> well, I'm 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 thinking that it's going to add up quickly because you're you're t- you're uh, going you go once you get fired up you, you you'll take any bet so I'm I'm just going to keep too. playing this you, game. You got me all fired up and ready to go. 
I'm just tired today. I'm as calm as can be. (laughs) As calm as can be. Um, What else? What else? What else can we say about this? Uh, My first opinion, which I've changed it a little bit, but right off the gut, my first opinion was this was a safe Tomlin job security hire. (laughs) This person I find in no way a threat of getting Mike Tomlin's job. Of course, he's coming up in his last year of his contract. A lot of speculation has passed off, you know, going into the offseason. Is he going to walk away? Is he going to go spend time with his family? Maybe he may go coach somewhere else. People want his head on a platter. Millions of reasons that the people could have said, you know what, maybe, maybe Mike Tomlin won't be around. I, I think that this guy, Arthur Smith, is again, I, I don't think he's any threat to take Mike Tomlin's job because if he would happen to lose, you know, if if Tomlin would lose a lot this season and people would be, you know, calling for Tomlin's head a lot of it's going to come back on the coordinators as well, because that would mean we're not playing well and we're not doing what we want to do. And, and you know, why they're coming after Tomlin ultimately would be reasons that they would, you know, be going after Arthur Smith and, um, and the and Terrell Austin and whoever, whoever, Mike, you just think that the, that the Steelers really felt um, that this, this was the best bet. This is what we're going to, this is what we need right now to, to change this team around. This is what we need to raise our quarterbacks. This is what we need to, uh, to make this team a better team and, and, and win a playoff game one one season from now. I mean, at the end of the day, do you, do you really feel that the, the organization has full confidence in this guy? Otherwise, they wouldn't have hired him, right? Uh, he kind of – he ticked off what they wanted on their boxes. They said they wanted someone who had play con experience, had success as a NFL – or as an offensive coordinator. He had those right there. Um, so he kind of fit what they were looking for. And, you know, we, you know, Art really wants to, you know, get back to, he still wants to run and have play action. And that, that's what's, a, you know, he, he was known for running play action and, uh, you know, watching highlights your opinion of his on offense. That? Um, it, you can still win, you know, look at some of the teams that are in the playoffs, man, they have pretty good running offenses and they used to run to help set up the packs. Like look at San Francisco, a lot of their offense is predicated off of running the ball. You know, using that play action, using motion. That's what Arthur Smith's offense was down in Tennessee. So, yeah, I think it's enough. I'm just whelmed with the pick. You know, it's, you yeah. know, like like I told you um, before the show, it's kind of like, you know, he's a, um, it's like a trailer in the movies. You know, you see a trailer, either you're going to scorch it or praise it off that trailer. You don't know until we actually see the movie. You don't know how he's going to run this offense till we actually see it. We have like what? 80 some odd, 90 some odd days till the draft. How many more days until training camp till we can actually see in the preseason, preseason until we actually see this offense? So, by what he has as offensive coordinator, I, I, you know, that's what they wanted, man. This is the kind of offense that they wanted. And he, you ran, know, he kind of he ran it successfully down there. And, you know, Rudy said, you know, they're already working on an extension for Tomlin. So, I don't think it was that they just hired him so he wouldn't be a threat to Tomlin. It was just Rooney's going to extend Tomlin. I feel that Tomlin gets involved and he's, you know, I think in the back of Tomlin's mind that that's kind of what this is in a way. I mean, maybe he doesn't come out and say that, but at the end of the day, you never want to really hire the guy that's going to ultimately take your job. And, um, you know, and, and could that be something in his mind? Who knows? But uh, Arthur Smith and Mike Tomlin, they share similar beliefs in old school football, uh, specifically the running game. Atlanta, while he was head coach there, Atlanta ran the ball 1,474 times during his three seasons coaching in Atlanta. So, you know, if you wanted the old style, you wanted the 1992, 
you wanted the 2005, you wanted some 1980s Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to get it, guys. I mean, there's nothing to me that's saying that we're going to come and in, 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 uh, burn any trails here and, and light the league up passing. Um, you know, Arthur Smith, or I'm sorry, Rooney and, and Tomlin, and, and everybody seems to want to, you know, tap back. You have to be able to run. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. I just don't know if they're overdoing it because, again, you can't overdo it in the league unless unless again yeah. you are super successful well, as the, christian mccaffrey is or you know some of these other guys who are, who are really tearing it up and you would like to think that, that jalen warren and Najee could be those kind of guys and yeah. if they are fantastic the you way, know it, we could all cheer and wave our terrible towels together and, and celebrate but uh still there's a lot of questions the local or i'm sorry yeah the 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 local vibe the uh vibe just and the you know, everybody around me at first, it was that element of surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, why, why this guy, why isn't it anybody else that, you know, these other big names, everybody continues to talk about. So there, there is, I, I think that, I don't think that it's unfair to, 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 to question it. it I don't think that it's unfair. I, you know, I say, yes, we got to give the guy a chance. He got yeah. hired. That's bottom line. You, you know, there's yeah. not, there's nothing that we're going to do. Yeah. Whether yeah. you agree, whether you disagree, yeah. whether you like him, whether you not like him. But at the end of the day, we will find out. And um, it's, again, what we want to do, th- there's going to be so much more that has to go into that, Mike. We need offensive linemen. Yeah. We need so much. I, again, if we can't figure something out, the quarterbacks that we have, we need a quarterback. You you could have whoever you want at offensive coordinator. If you don't have your guy, that one yep. guy, your your guy quarterback, mm-hmm. as we said many times on this show, you're not going to find yourself landing, landing in the Super Bowl. So this is step one. I just yeah. want step one to be solid. I want to have a solid foundation because we are going to start building off of this guy. And if he gets better and, you know, if things get better, he's going to be around another year. And, if, he, and mm-hmm. if things are getting better. So, you know, as I always said, Mike, you want that that element of always improving, always moving a step in the right direction every season. And, and I, that's what I'm just wondering, you know, are we going to get that from this hire? I'm not saying that we're not. Yeah. I'm just curious. Is, is it, this, you know, could this it, land us where we want to be? It, it potentially could. Um, you know, they're still, they still want to give Kenny another chance. And one of the best things about Kenny is him throwing from play action. He's like, you know, on the advanced analytics, he, he charts well as one of the better quarterbacks when it comes to using the play action to completing passes, moving the offense that way. And Arthur Smith, his offense uses a lot of play action. And, you know, you get the offensive coordinator that can kind of tailor the offense to the young quarterback, and they have similarities in, like, his play-calling philosophy and Kenny's skill sets, they overlap really well. So if you're married to this guy who was your first-round pick at quarterback, you want to give him another shot to see if he can be that guy, why not bring someone in who – runs that offense that you want to run who you know turned Tannehill into a pretty good you know, a productive quarterback for the couple seasons that he was there why not see if he can do it again I tell you I mean you know Tannehill was you know a potentially supposed to be a decent quarterback that didn't pan he, out from he, the way he, that he, he expected it to down in, in the NFL you know, in Miami, especially, they put a lot of weight on his shoulders for not really having a lot of other things going on, which Miami usually doesn't. Miami's not a good franchise. No. They haven't been relevant since 1972 or whatever it was. So, you know, I just don't know how much to bank on that. Um, but I do know, guys, Arthur Smith did spend time coaching at uh, North Carolina. He was like some kind of uh, a player handling something or other. He was also at Ole Miss for a little bit, and he did spend a little bit of time with the Washington Commanders organization but guys there you have it it's it, it is what it is arthur smith 
the the generic Madden create a coach avatar mm-hmm. is now your Pittsburgh Steelers new offensive coordinator and guys. With, and one of the big things that some people are talking about, but a lot of people are missing out on, like he coached with uh, Mike Munchak, and that's one of the guys that Steelers fans have been wanting to come out of retirement to coach this offensive line is Mike Munchak. I heard he's coming out. I heard he wants, he's, he's interested he, he, in a few places. He's interested in a few places because when he left Pittsburgh, he left to follow what, like his family that they were out in the West Coast and then coaching down in yeah. came back in Tennessee or they were in Tennessee or somewhere around there. He was following his family. So and now that you know they're all grown and graduated, he he'll he's looking to come out. It would be nice to come back to Pittsburgh. He had great success here. Um, let's take a moment because we do get we have a lot of a lot of uh, things popping up on the board. Tomlin is the problem. I'm laughing. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't care who thinks. I don't care about the Swifty Gay problem. <laughs> uh, any other coach would have been fired, but not Mike Tomlin. Again, uh, Todd Haley was another failed head coach that Tomlin brought in was a disaster. I, I mean, nobody's wrong. I, you know, it's just the the matter of we we just don't know at this point. I I, I wouldn't think. I, I mean, Mike and I did our share of of you know making fun of this guy. And some of the decisions that he was that he was making in Atlanta. Yes, he was a head coach. And yes, he's hired as an offensive coordinator. But just the decision making of a person, sometimes you could tell a lot by, uh, you know, my 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 big thing with him was he chose not to play starters the whole way through the playoffs. I don't know what kind of decision that is. I, I don't know who does that. And again, you know, this is a person that's going to be making some pretty important decisions for this this team and this offense moving forward. So again, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I wish I had a stronger opinion. And yeah. I wish I had more to fight with you, Mike. I, I just, yeah. I, I don't, I don't have, I, I just, again, very, I'm surprised that they jumped the gun like they did. I thought this was going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe take a look at a couple other people, bring some other guys in, mm-hmm. listen to hear them out. So whatever it was that Arthur Smith said during the interview, yeah. it, it must've flew a great with, uh, with, with, you know, whoever what, was sitting around were, that table. Yeah. With what they were wanting to do. And because there's, reports too that he had other job offers too so it's like they didn't want him to get away he was the guy that they wanted and you know one of the things like you know we criticized him throughout the season for was like his use of like the star players down in atlanta but by the end of the year um um p john robinson the rookie he had finished up with over a thousand yards on offense he four less touches per game than cmc so he was being used more and more as the season went on um, is start targeting targeting the tight end more. So he, he was adapting as the season went on. I just don't think this guy is a good head coach. And there's something you know. Look look at uh, uh Josh McDaniels out of New England. He was a terrible head coach in his two opportunities, but was pretty good offensive coordinator. So I this guy might you know just peter out as being an offensive coordinator because he was that hot commodity. When he, you know, when he went down to Atlanta, there was a brief period of time. But what if the suck rubbed off on him? It, <laughs> what if he went to Atlanta and the suck rubbed off on him? And that's just, uh, yeah. you know, that's always uh, a possibility. Don't, don't, don't bring me down. Uh, <laughs> what else? Ron uh, Tomlin losing playoff record, no playoff win. I, I agree. I don't disagree with you, Ron. I, I'm not. But you um, can't just absolve the players of all the blame. You know, it's a collective out there. You know. Something has been happening for quite some time in Pittsburgh, and it's been losing football. And, and you say that you know what he has a winning record, but at the end of the day, are you satisfied? Is this is this what um, you know? Is this he's going to be here for another three to four years. He's and you know, you look at other teams around the league; they're getting into the playoffs, they're winning games. Tampa Bay, 
who we beat last year um, with Baker Mayfield under center. They made it well, you know, they got good enough over the offseason. They made it back. They went to the playoffs. They won a football game. At what point do the Pittsburgh Steelers do enough to become a team that could go to the playoffs and win a football game and and, and uh, seem any any bit relevant? I just I, I don't see it, Mike. I don't see in the near future unless this guy comes in, waves a magic wand. Uh, again, hopefully Omar Khan could put together a nice yeah. off season. We could bring some nice free agents in. We could draft well, but yeah, you know, I, I, I at this point, it, what, what's it going to take? You know, we, we could argue till we're blue in the face about the accomplishments and the, in the failures of the, the head coach of, of, you know, players throughout the, you know, the, the duration of the time. The fact of the matter is what, what is it going to take to become that team? What are we going to, you know, when Ben, you know, yes, Ben in his last couple of years wasn't great, but this goes back even three, four years beyond that. There was just, it, it came to a point where this team could not win in, in big games and important mm. games. And, and that's kind of the, the name of the game. You want to get there. You want to get that chance to win and do something. And we haven't been able to do that for quite some time. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, you know, just looking for some kind of resolve here and say, what could it possibly yeah. be? Is it going to be this coordinator? Is it going to be who we bring in the draft? Is it going to be somebody who steps up next year who wasn't that guy? Is it going to be these running backs because we could uh, use them in different ways? What's it going to take to be a team that's competitive again, Mike? Uh, it's going to take you, what Omar Khan and Andy Weedle are doing right now is rebuilding this roster. Because, it, you know, even under Ben, it was Ben, A.B., and Bell on offense. Defense, you had a couple of handful of guys. Kevin Colbert, his last, God, seven years, man, they were not great drafts. They were not great free agencies. You know, you were really running on a hand holdovers off on that defense and and Ben willing the team to victory. And I this think is... this roster needs it was it's needed rebuilt from bottom up for a long time. And we saw this offseason what Omar Khan and Andy Weedle did to rebuild this roster, make it better. Record wise wasn't the best, but you know, they are getting it. This again under Tomlin's uh, regime. Here, it's been the longest period of time between two playoff wins for the Steelers. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, there, there's a lot that, that people are saying, and there's a lot that, you know, I, you got to take into consideration. And, you know, sometimes maybe we aren't just spoiled fans. Maybe sometimes things do need to get better. And if as long as we continue accepting for things for what it is, then, you know, then we're going to maybe get more of the same. And I think that's what people don't want is more of the same right. because it's, it's getting real stale and it's getting real, uh, you know, it's – it's sucking the fun out of things. You can go, you, you know, you finish, you know, draft middle, finish middle. That's where they are. They're stuck in that purgatory. They need to have a down cycle to get those better picks at the top of the draft. I mean, look at Detroit, how bad they were bad for years. San Francisco had down years, but you know, Pittsburgh, if they have one down year, they're ready to burn down the entire city. So it's like in one hand, they, oh, we demand to win every year, but we can't, to get to that I think point it's now, even every year NFL, I think you it's have just, to have you have to have a we, we like to win at some point now I mean, it's still, not, yeah but they're stuck in that purpose everybody right? wants a championship every year yeah, I mean, who, who yeah. doesn't and like this team you, you can't know, go into they, the they season say oh I, I hope we don't win a champion no I yeah. mean everybody wants yeah. to win they want to win and the Steelers spend to the cap trying to you know assemble a team that they think can get there and why can't why we don't know better you we're literally stuck in that purgatory of finish draft middle finish middle draft middle finish middle you have have to have two to three years of finishing down below if you get those really high draft picks to rebuild this team you know take a look across the street look at the penguins man how they were they sucked for years you luck into you know great picks back to back to back to back 
really good picks and you build that core foundation and then you take off. Antoine Randall L getting the job down in Tampa Bay is their offensive coordinator. Antoine Randall L, Mike, what do you think? I never, I don't know. Uh, he was what, a receivers coach? And then becoming an off first time as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, he was. We'll, we'll see in, how it goes down there. They they got some weapons on offense, but they that that roster can have a huge changeover. They got a lot of key free agents coming up, like quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. So we'll see what he can do down there. Uh, I'm rooting for him. I, I always liked Randall, even when he was at Indiana. Get out of here! No, what? I did. <laughs> I liked him. No, enough. you didn't. I did. Because it was Indiana. They were never a threat to Penn <laughs> The class of 2018, guys, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold might be the first quarterback <laughs> from that class to win a Super Bowl ring. I love it. Of course, he's with San Francisco. I mean, you're always one play away, one, you know, yeah. one play away from being the guy. Let's just say Brock Purdy takes a uh -huh. big hit from one of these, uh, somebody from Kansas City. And Sam Darnold could be in a situation to win a ring while Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Baker Mayfield are at home on the couch watching uh, the Super Bowl. That's wild. You know, people said Sam Darnold was going to be that guy out of the out of the draft class. And look at them. They're they're right. They fell into it backwards because the kid sucks, but hey, a ring is a ring, baby. If he gets one. Yeah. Raiders fans, Raiders fans, guys, this game is at Las Vegas. Where the Las uh, where the Las Vegas Raiders play, Mike, would it uh, would it bug you if they came to Pittsburgh and they painted Baltimore Ravens in your end zone? <laughs> the rival Kansas City Chiefs is coming to play in the biggest game, the biggest stage at their stadium, and they get to watch the game at their stadium in their city with your rival Kansas City and painted real big and bright yellow and red letters right across their end zone. How would that make you feel if it was those uh those those rat turds I, putting probably, their name in? I'd probably Molotov cocktail my own stadium, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just so it just so it wouldn't happen. Like I yeah. would be out there with a um a rototiller tilling up all the end zones so they can't put sod down. Maybe. Yeah, I'd be doing something, be gluing locks so no one can get in. That's not happening on my turf. I seen a meme where like it was that's what it was. It was the two Chiefs fans. You know how like the mafia. I, it was it's supposed to be like a mafia based meme. Yeah. And they're like holding the guy's face, like how they they make you watch. You <laughs> yeah. Know, All the and, Joe Pesci down there. Yeah, like a Joe yeah. Pesci. Right. Yeah. Like the guy's down on his knees and they're like uh -huh. holding him and they're making him watch. And it's the 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 header was something along those lines as you know how how you would feel if they were painting your you know arch rivals uh -huh. team in your end zone. I thought it was kind of funny, but I, uh, I, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh. I would hmm. – what would sting worse, the Browns or the Ravens? Mm. Uh-huh. See, I don't I, – I, I hate the Ravens more as a team. I hate the Browns more as a fan base. Fair I enough. Don't, Fair I don't enough. I, I, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Because I don't necessarily hate the Browns team because they're not really – you know, even if they have this little bit of success after 36 years, yeah. they're still not a threat to us. However, yeah. the Ravens, that team I don't like. They just had they always bring a part, they always bring yeah. an attitude and it's always it's always uh, hardcore with the Steelers. I, I like I said, it's the fans from Cleveland I don't like, it's the team from Baltimore I don't like. If you go vice versa, I kind of respect the fans in Baltimore. They're they're yeah. a lot like Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. And on the other hand, again, Cleveland, I would you know, there's there's no it's threat Cleveland. there. They're no. Cleveland. 
It's Cleveland. So, uh, Ron on the board says draft all the players you won't want. It won't help bad coaching. It won't help bad coaching. Um, we we do we have problems. There's no nobody's denying that. Nobody's de- denying that the Steelers team has problems right now, and we need to fix them. We need to start chipping away. And maybe this season was just the beginning of that chipping, uh, because you know there were a lot of moves that were made, and there was a, there was things that was made moves that were made in this off season that contributed to this team finishing ten and seven. I I do believe that. You know, you bring in some some uh, pretty hardcore rookies like Roderick Jones and, uh, you know, uh, Herbig making a few big plays throughout the course of the season in, in close wins. You know, so so maybe, just maybe, we're starting to chip away at this at this marble. And uh, one day we will see a beautiful sculpture. But uh, right now, it's hard to tell. It's really, it's really hard to tell. Again, if they, if they could, if they knew the answer, Perhaps they would fix the problem, and uh, you know that that's the thing right now. Is it the quarterback? Is it the coach? Is it the offensive coordinator? Is it the offensive line? Is it the defensive line? Is it the uh, secondary? You could pretty much check yes to every single thing that mm-hmm. I just said. With that being the case, you know, as fans, we could sit here and, and poke and fight and argue with one another. But at the end of the day, when you go through those seven things that I just named, <clears throat> they all have room for improvement. Whether you know, it doesn't ha- it doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't have to be let's can this guy. You know, just tweak things, make it better. We will see Wait. next season, guys. Hopefully, hopefully it ends out a little better than 10 and 7, which 10 and 7 isn't terrible. And maybe we could get that playoff win. And then yeah. we could uh, all say that, you know what, we were wrong. This Arthur Smith ended up being the guy that we that we wanted. Or we're all going to be calling for his head like Matt Canada. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't or, know. Or, you know, the heat turns around the offense, turns around, you know, Pickett turns around, you know, taps into like um fully taps into um, Najee Harris, turns him into a little Derrick Henry. He could be, you know, that hot commodity again throughout the league. You know, you know, the league goes, goes in cycles, man. They'll, once you become a head coach, you're going to be a head coach again. It's very rare that you don't get that second chance. So this can be used this as a springboard. He can come in hungry and, you know, Speaking of head coach, Mike Shanahan and Ed McCaffrey won yes. Super Bowls together, guys. Uh, you can remember the days back in Denver, now, their sons, Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Shanahan, next working next to one another as um, Ed McCaffrey and Mike Shanahan did in their chance to win a Super Bowl, guys, for the San Francisco 49ers. A lot, a lot of good headlines and a lot of good stories going into the Super Bowl. Again, about 10 days from now, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is going to overshadow everything, unfortunately. But there is a lot of things, you know, things like this. Uh, you know, that's a very interesting take. Mike Shanahan and McCaffrey. I mean, those were, you know, those, those Denver teams especially were pretty dominant. Here you have this pretty dominant San Fran team, Kyle Shanahan and Christian McCaffrey. So uh, it's going to be fun, guys. Of course, we have dodgeball or flag football or bocce or whatever that is they do this oh, week. Oh, we're doing bocce ball. Heck yeah, Bocce, boys, yeah, go. baby. I'm, I'm down, boys. Don't say that too loud, Mike, because you just wait. Next year it's going to be bocce. <laughs> bocce in Wisconsin for the uh for Oh, God. In Wisconsin, they'll be playing cornhole. Yeah, cornhole yeah, and cornhole. cakes, cornhole and cake stands, baby. That's where that's where America's going, baby. You know we love our cornhole. Um, it's uh the same story. I just don't have here. any irrational hatred of the man. That's all. I I agree. I I'm more along the I'm I'm more along. I have I, no I, problem I, criticizing, and I have no problem praising. I lean toward Ralph, uh, toward Ron's direction. I do. I I see both sides. I, I'm willing to I'm willing to uh, stay to stay. Switzerland here but I, I you know I I agree and I and I and there's things that I disagree but you know what 
he got one more year on the contract, guys. You, you know, let's let's, let's be fair. There's <laughs> an extension him, brew, and that's what uh, that's what Art said. We gave him the uh, contract, so you know the the fair thing to do is let him coach his contract. Let's see how he does. And uh, but I don't necessarily think you're wrong. I, I don't. I, I agree in ways. But uh, guys, a couple other things we do have to move on. We're getting late in the show. Derpy, are you alive? Derpy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Derpy's doing his other show. I I know. Well, my other. I think what Derby does, he puts us on, then he hits play or hits record on his other show, mm-hmm. and then lets our show play, and then he commentates. Yeah. Or or adds into I, uh-huh. I don't know. You got to watch Hollywood Derby, man. Uh guys. Pitt Pitt uh, has two games, two games at home coming up. Pitt basketball, of course, I'm talking about. They have Wake Forest. Uh, today at seven o'clock at home at the Pete Wake Forest comes in with a thirteen and six record. Pitt has a twelve and eight record. That game is at seven o'clock tonight. Their second home game in the next uh, three to four days. They have Notre Dame also on Saturday at home, six o'clock. So some home games for Pitt. Let's see if they can get uh, keep keep playing hot. They're looking good. You could win a few of these games. You're right back in it. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike. They plan. They plan the celebration. They plan the celebrate sixty eight weekend. Hell Tell yeah, me if, if there's anything that I know that you would go to Pittsburgh for, as you said yesterday, you would struggle to make your way to the uh, to, to to watch the draft because of the people, mm-hmm. the traffic. Would you work your way down, Mike, for a celebrate '68 weekend? Oh uh, hell yeah! The uh, third <laughs> I knew you penguin. would. Yarby the third greatest penguin of all time. He is. Yes, I am going. I would go to see Yarmer Yager, and I would remind everyone that 99% of the fans in this town booed this man when he left, hated him when he left, and now they're all like, yeah, yogurt. No, you fickle Penguin fans, no. Uh-uh. Only the hardcore remained yogurt fans throughout his entire career. We the real ones. Uh, Pittsburgh no, Pirates. No, Mike, what, what I, I understand, I understand the fans that booed him when they left. You know, I, I get I get I ain't gatekeeping. So that is coming. I'm not sure when. It's Yager Fest, baby! celebrate 68 weekend i'm not sure the date on that we will keep you posted i just caught uh caught that <laughs> the derpy signal <laughs> <laughs> that is it's the derpy signal uh what else guys pirates the information i know that you always can't wait for mike the pittsburgh pirates Andrew oh, it's, Mc- it's nap time Ron Andrew mccutcheon was named the 2023 <laughs> pittsburgher of the year by pittsburgh magazine mike andrew mccutcheon the 2023 mm-hmm. Pittsburgher of the year. Um, I think I was robbed. I was <laughs> uncertain. You know, when you think of Pittsburgh and loyalty to the town, to the city, to the teams, you think of this guy. Hey, you stuck around even when your hair left town. So I give you that. I'll give you that credit. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> ah, that's just beautiful. Your hair got right the there. hell out of here. You're still here, so I, it's I back. It. It's back. Look, it's back here. It's supporting the rest of my head. It's supporting <laughs> the rest of my head. You're just jealous. You don't shine bright like a diamond. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I am a beacon of hope in the you're wasteland a, that is Pittsburgh sports. Right, now. you are a beacon of something, Mike. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the website? <laughs> the two dumbeaters.com. That is a beacon of hope. In the hellscape that is the interwebs. The two dumbinters.com over there. We got merch store. We got links to all of our socials. We got the blog over there. The two dumbinters.com, the beacon of hope. 
go check out the beacon of hope everybody www.the2dumbusers.com it's www.the the number two dumb with, with just D-U-M. an m d-u-m users.com go check it out the one thing that you, you could find you could find all kind of things over there you could find uh, um as mike said the blog or um information to reach mm. out to the you know right you could uh, email us anything like that but again the only thing that you will not find over at www.the2dumbusers.com is mike's hair but you know what if uh that's what you're looking for it's gone everybody i tell you what there's something magical about the pittsburgh pirates you know what that is? They can take Tomlin, critic, Tomlin, quasi-supporter, and bring us together. Because I am right. LeBron. They are yawn. They are a triple-A farm team at best. They got to get starting pitching. <laughs> Guys, you know, I, I mentioned this on Ralph's show last night. If this team is going to get better, you have to get starting pitching. It's almost yeah. like having that guy at quarterback in football. Yep. You don't win World Series. You don't win playoff games. You don't make the playoffs if you don't have good starting pitching. Let me turn it back 10 years, guys, When in 2013 to 15. What did they have? They had A.J. Burnett. They had Garrett Cole. They had Francisco Liriano. Yep. They had Jeff Locke. I can't remember who number five was, but that's your one through four. That's the difference. You have to have good starting pitching. Yep. That was the th- the three years that those three guys mm-hmm. were together on the hill in the rotation. Oh. Those were the three years, years that they qualified for yep. postseason play. And that bullpen, you got too. to get that guy. You got to get them guys. You're sitting there with Mitch Keller right now. You're teetering with a couple other guys' names around the league, mm-hmm. which I'm not super impressed with. And you got to remember, it wasn't like you just had Francisco Liriano. You had Francisco Liriano when he was at a a really strong point yep. in his career. He was kind of he was kind of like this bounce back, but he was a very strong point. Uh, AJ Burnett, he came Ooh, is almost like a comeback, yeah. and he yeah. pitched very he strong. So on that staff, you're not going to have Mitch Keller and four nobodies and do nope. anything. As I said, quit uh, dancing around with all the bullshit. The only thing that matters starting pitching in baseball and you got that quarterback on your team in football anything else you're wasting time you're chasing your tail it's not going to work you're not going to land in the super bowl you could have kenny you could have mason you could have uh any of these guys around the league that was mentioned russell wilson at this point in his career it's not going to happen you need that guy look with buffalo you know they're they're a player two away from being you know where kansas city is uh, Baltimore. I, I mean, any of these teams could potentially be where Kansas City is. Unfortunately, Kansas City is being that New England character, that Patriot yep. character over the last 20 years. <laughs> but these teams could certainly wind up in the Super Bowl. And, and some of these teams were very close to winding up in the Super Bowl. And what of all these teams have in common? They all have that guy. We don't have that guy. We're nowhere near close. Nowhere near close to being a championship team, guys. Uh, Brian on a board this morning. I, AJ was my dude. I had a Pittsburgh Pirate. You, know, like, you don't buy pirate shirts. I mean, who buys pirate shirts? That was the only pirate jersey that I did have. And uh and, and I and I really liked AJ a lot. <laughs> the last time the pirates were relevant, killer bees and steroids. <laughs> I love the steroid era. I steroid era was the best era in baseball. And everyone knew they were juicing. The owners, the the commissioner, they're all in the Hall of Fame, but not the guys who were juicing and saved the league. All right, guys, it is time. It is time for the trivia of the day. This is a Pro Bowl trivia because this is Pro Bowl week. Next week, we'll get into some Super Bowl trivia. But this week, guys, we're going to do Pro Bowl trivia. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready, bud? What? Say yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Everybody's ready. Derpy, are you ready? ready? All right. You're I'm ready. ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Let me hit the let me hit the derpy signal just to derpy. make sure. There we there go. He comes running. No matter what he's doing, when he hears that, he comes <laughs> running. Derpy. Here we go, guys. This is your Pro Bowl trivia of the day. How many Pro Bowls was Big Ben Roethlisberger selected to, guys? Oh, how many selected or named to? Uh, yeah, yeah. How many times was he a Pro Bowl quarterback? Oh. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you choices. Think about this for a moment. We are live, everybody. We're live every five days a week, eleven a.m. to twelve p.m. right here in the show that we do live every day at eight o'clock. We upload the. Uh, show of the day over on Spotify. So if you're in the car, you're at the gym, somewhere that you can't watch the show, maybe you just want to listen to it. Maybe you're just uh, taking a walk and you got your earbuds in. You could always go over to Spotify and check out the brand new show every day. We upload it at 8 o'clock. Check it out. All right, guys, here's the question of the day. How many Pro Bowls was Big Ben selected to? How many times was he a Pro Bowler, guys? Brian on the board says four. Uh, guys, if you want choices, I have I'll, to know. I'm going to go with five. Mike's going with five. Derpy, do you want any choices? Choices. Ron oh, says Derpy five. Derpy always wants choices. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, Derpy, how many Pro Bowls, <laughs> how many times has Big Ben a Pro Bowler? Your choices are four, five, six, or seven. Four, five, six, seven. Brian on the board says four. Ron on the board says five. Mike, you said five? That's five. Five. Is that your final answer? Final answer. All right, so I got to lock Mike in on five. Derpy, how many Pro Bowls was Big Ben selected to? Four, five, six, or seven? I'm going to go four. Four as well. So we got two fours, two fives. Is that your final answer, Derpy? Yep. All right. Derpy's locked into place. Five, guys, six. guys, the question of the day, Pro Bowl question. How many Pro Bowls was Big Ben selected to? Your choices are four, five, six, seven. Two of you guys said four. Two of you guys said five. The answer, of course, guys, is six. Six oh, Pro Ron, Bowls. Ron, should have went with your gut, buddy. Ron, his instinct was six. Your gut. Oh. That is that is the answer, guys. Six, six times Big Ben Pro Bowl. I do want to say thank you, everybody, for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always. We couldn't, we wouldn't do it without yes. you. Also, everybody on the board, we want to thank guys. You always keep things oh, interesting oh, here yes. at the show. Mike, you got anything before we get ready to take off for today? Um, Besides, you have anger issues, and uh, you should get them taken care of ASAP. <laughs> You're the one who needles me. <laughs> you needle me into my. All anger. right, all right. <laughs> um. Uh, I got nothing. I'm I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed. I'm whelmed with the with the selection. All right, Mike you know, is I'm, whelmed. I'm whelmed. Derpy, are you whelmed? Let's go. I'm, I'm waiting and seeing how it turns out. Brian says typo. I meant six. Ron says needle, Ryan. Um, Derpy, okay, so you're you're waiting. My thing is this, guys. I don't know if anybody realized this. 
you all remember. I'm sure you all, uh, let's see, Ron, Brian, myself. Mike, everybody seems to be in the same age yeah. bracket range. Yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Who didn't love this show when they were a kid? Everybody loved this. They had the uh, the, the guys who would come out and sing. They had uh, the whole thing. It was a game show. It was a trivia show for kids. <laughs> guys, did anybody know this, though? Did anybody know that where in the world was Carmen San is Carmen San Diego was originally made and produced here oh, in yeah. Pittsburgh? What? W yes, yes, absolutely. Wow. QED, where Mr. Rogers and all those people came out of and worked at. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego was made, produced, and out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, guys? Most people don't know that. I did not know that. That's wild. Yes. So there you go, everybody. Yeah, we're we're in the same bracket, Ron. We're not that far off. Yeah, we're not that far off. We're all Gen I, X. I can't uh I can't reveal my true my my true age because it might diminish my beauty, but uh you you get it. Uh don't look a day under 37. <laughs> <laughs> but uh guys, anything else? Speak now or forever no, hold your man. peace. No, like here we go, Steelers. Here we go, Steelers uh, Derpy. So I don't remember well, that. I show. want my TJ Watt tattoo. You'll get that TJ Watt tattoo, I promise you. All right, there you go, everybody. TJ Watt tattoo, yeah. Arthur Smith. Uh, we will see. We'll see what news happens about ten minutes after we go exactly. off the air, because that's, that's when everything works. happens. Apparently, yeah. well, I'm kind of dragging along. Maybe something, a new headline <laughs> might come along here. <laughs> oh, Dougie! Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little ham, Brian. He's a little ham. But I do want to. Oh, say he just that. said it is his show. By the way, guys. <laughs> all right but guys we are going to take off for the day we will be back tomorrow yes. at the same time to do it all over again yes i'm pumped for mike from the steelers central mobile studio from derpy myself the two dumb users everybody have a great day we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye see you guys <laughs> no 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 <laughs>